Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Guys, Zach and I would like to start this podcast by opening up an apology. Um, Mm. We promised something last week that we didn't deliver on and... That breaks our hearts and I know hurts you guys too. Um, It really means a lot to us that we provide you with the most topical, up-to-date information about MasterChef Australia Season 1 2009 Um, and not including the upcoming audio. Um, It was was a massive massive error in judgment and I am so sorry I'm uh, so sorry. We want you to know there's been a number of internal reviews over the past half week about how that happened. I think it was largely because I had a food delivery and I rushed the second half of the podcast. Um, so but we also need eat. to take into we also need to take into account that we spent an hour and a half last episode talking about sausages. We did um, spend a long so time talking about sausages. It, w- it was overlooked, and we're we're so sorry. And luckily for us, the second half of this week. Um, uh, the sausages didn't come in until the end. So notoriously, yeah. we will be out of puff by the time we get to sausages again. So I don't yeah. think there'll be too much focusing on sausages. I'm taking a wild stab episode. in the dark. Seven minutes, I reckon. Seven this minutes, Max. Although, Solid seven. Can I just say, um, I think Matt, not Matt, sorry, Gary really showed how to make a good sausage. I was yeah. really impressed with I'm Gary's really excited sausage. to get to that. Anyway, um, as promised last week, this is audio of Matt Preston describing the ideal panna cotta. I think a great panna cotta totters and wobbles like a Rubenesque woman of five inch stilettos. Gorgeous. And uh, can we just play that one more time Absolutely. for the record, Mish? I feel yeah. like uh, it's important. Okay, one more time for the guys at the back. I think a great panna cotta totters and wobbles like a Rubenesque woman on five-inch stilettos. Gorgeous. Um, what, what does he say there up the top? Uh, something and... totters and wobbles. Totters and wobbles. A great panna cotta totters and wobbles. Like a Rubenesque woman in five-inch stilettos. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. We have a very um, special guest today. Uh, I feel like it's important to introduce her b- without further ado. Mm-hmm. Um, she's probably in high school right now or something. Or maybe uh, I think she's just out. Are you just out of high school, Jess? Yeah, I'm, d- I'm, I'm in my first year of uni. Cool. In my first year of uni. Um, this is really exciting for Zach and I because we tend to only invite high school girls. Yes. Yeah. This podcast. Yeah, We've don't worry about it. a lot of it. high school girls on this podcast. I'm really mature. So yeah. That's, yeah. Pretty, that's great. Like you can vote. That's kind of cool. You can yeah, vote. It's, it's pretty yeah. hot. I can go to yeah. the pub and you I can do. Drink Are you on, on your red peas? I'm on my red peas. Yeah, I can wow. have one friend in the car safely. That's, that's wow. pretty mature though. Yeah. yeah. Like that's a very good indicator of adults. Um, like maturity. If you and I have, have a car too. I have a 1989 wow. Holden Astra. It's actually older than me. It's pretty cool. That if sounds really like like hipster. 
Yeah. If you, if you were to um, party, if you were to go, all right, I've got a few <laughs> cruises or maybe mm-hmm. I've got some UDLs or a really maybe I've, maybe, you know, I've got a goon sack, a box of wine, or maybe I've really like blown out and I've gotten some clean skin bottles of wine. Um, it's, it's time to party, but it's a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Do you have to wait for your parents' permission to party on Friday or can you just party Tuesday, Wednesday like a grown up? Yeah, I can party anytime. They're not the wow. boss of me anymore. So wow. That's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. And, but like obviously like you're a responsible, mature adult. So when you do choose to party on your, your clean skins, um, mm. you're catching a taxi home because of you course. can't drive on your peas. No. Even if you've had a couple of glasses of clean skin or a couple of glasses of pink. And I wouldn't even dream of it because if I go out to party, I'm not having a couple of glasses. Like no. I'm getting shit faced. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? of course. Who has a couple uh, of glasses? Except fuck. my mum does. Except that. maybe our mums. <laughs> oh yuck! Imagine being like thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Like our mums probably are. Yeah. I don't know. Imagine you... drinking a red wine because it tastes good. <laughs> oh, oh, if that's you... gross. If you were to, um, if you were to like go to a party and, um, or if you were to watch a film like The Hangover, mm. would you see that as a cautionary tale, or would you see that as like a like, oh my god, I want, I want to do that, I want to get that drunk. I saw that movie right in yeah. the cinemas, yeah. um, Village Cinemas, Glen Waverley, because cool. I can catch the train from my parents' place. Yeah. And um, I immediately started saving for a trip to Vegas. I was like, this is the life I want. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I 100%. It. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched that movie at, um, the, is it the Regent Cinema in Ballarat, Mish? Mm. Is that the name of it? Yes. Which is co-owned by Village Cinemas, fun fact. And um, I went and saw that at the Regent Cinemas and then that night I was like, I want to get as drunk as they did. Yeah. I want to get blackout drunk. That's I the lesson one of my I take friends. from that. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I think the best, my favourite thing about partying, especially midweek partying, mm. um, and generally speaking, midweek partying is the right time for a goon sack because to me like weekend partying is more like UDLs and stuff. But mm. the best totally, thing about getting totally. midweek shit-faced is all the issues you have to rectify the next morning. Mm. Like it's pretty cool. Like drama's pretty cool, but they're really easy to rectify now because you can always just post about it on MySpace or Facebook, which is yeah, now starting to become a thing. Yeah, I'm on Facebook. Yeah. Now, so if you yeah. are having a problem with your friend, just update your status and yeah. surely you'll get some really quality advice from mm. your just, Facebook and MySpace followers. Well, that's, you know, on Facebook how you can, how it has your name and then you sort of just follow on. So mm-hmm. when you post, it's just your name and then like, so to be like, Zach Ruane is feeling pretty embarrassed about last night. Yeah. Hope everyone understands. Yeah. Something like yeah. that's going to really um, help, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just the communication. But you know what? Like one of very few downsides I feel about partying midweek is... Mm. There's not like, many. <laughs> there's not many. But sometimes if I go a little too hard, I have a hangover the next morning and it okay, takes yeah. me like... 15 minutes, sometimes half an hour to get over it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, have I to know drink, what like, you two, mean. Two glasses of water. Yeah. Um, and some, like I can't even like have some like chips, chips or something. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't drink like I used to when I was 18. Totally. No, you know what I mean? Yeah. Being, I'm 21, you see, and being yeah. 21... It's a whole different. It's a whole different ball game. I need like a solid four hours sleep after a big night of drinking. Now. Oh, really? Yeah, totally. There's no just going through to the next day. 
Yeah. You guys have that to look forward to when you're oh, my age. Oh, that's scary. Man, yeah. I can't. Especially you, Jess Perkins, who we didn't introduce properly. <laughs> Hi, it's me, 19-year-old Jess Perkins. This is 19-year-old hey, Jess Perkins. Jess Perkins. Thank, I'm 19-year-old Zach Ruane. This is 21-year-old Mishwitch. Oh, I'm such a grandma. <laughs> 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 um, but uh, we, we, we are here talking about um, the second half... Faced. Of the uh, getting shit faced, and the second half of the final week before finals week, um, and and let me say the drama is ramping up. I cannot wait uh, for finals week. I cannot wait for the final episode. I don't know when it's going to be because I don't really have the means to look it up. But I'm guessing it's going to be on a Sunday. So I'm excited to maybe have a final finale party, get really shit-faced and then wake up at 7.30 the next morning to go to school, go to yeah. university um, yeah. because we are – it's really getting exciting and it's an, it was an exciting two episodes in a masterclass, Absolutely. And the thing with the drama is like if I was any older, it would probably make me really kind of anxious to be involved in so much drama but because I'm 21, it, like I'm really good at handling like – high-level, high-tension drama, like the kind of high-level, high-tension drama that comes out of a quality Sunday sesh with my friends in their parents' <laughs> Well, you house. quite like it. You quite thrive off the drama, I would say. I Look, I'm not scared of drama. I, I like, I'm, I'm like in its face, like, like you can't get past me, you know what I mean? I've got a mm. really thick skin. Mm. So, like, if you come at me, bitch, I'm coming. This isn't even what I was like when I was drinking. No, you've never <laughs> been <laughs> like <laughs> I was like, I like what thick-skinned mish is this? <laughs> this isn't even what I was like. This is what I wanted to be like. Um, but I'll tell you what I you are good for, a lot when I was I'll tell you what you are good for at 21. And now is a D and M. I love a D and M. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. I love getting drunk. the best is when drunk. you're like, hey, do you want to chat tonight? We can have a D and M. Like you I love plan. planning a D and M, yes. <laughs> do you I mind love a scheduled D and M. Hey, um, once you've got your drink from the kitchen, do you want to go to the backyard and, and maybe have a D and M? I want to talk to you oh. about a person I have a crush on. Guys, so much. But they're fucking someone else in, in a room in this house right now. Someone, someone I think I'm in love with is currently fucking someone in my vicinity because that's the sort of thing that happens when you're 19. Yeah. Guys, Um, I'm like so much happened over the weekend with Joel. Like so much is going mm. down with Joel. Can you please just come over and have a DNM with me about it? I really need to have a DNM. But it's never a DNM. It's literally just you being like, I love him. And your friends being like, oh my God, show us a photo. (laughs) 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 What the fuck? Um, Do you know my favourite thing? And this is something I kind of miss about high school parties. Now that I'm a uni student, I kind of miss high school parties because I loved when my friends and I would try to make out with uh, multiple people mm. at the at one party and yeah. then the next day sort of compare how many people we'd made out with at the yeah. party. It's just like it's just like really cool to like make out with multiple people yeah. at one gathering. I just, and then I just know, discuss I it later. Later. and then talk yeah. about it later. But the best thing about that game as well is like you're all in it together and the the aim is to kiss the most. But if you are the person who kissed the most, you're a bit of a slut. Total mm. slut. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. You want to be like second or third. 
Because yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. number one, then everyone's going to be like, wow, that's so many Charmaine. And then yeah. afterwards, like, Charmaine's a fucking slut. But imagine only making out with, like, one person Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. So that's embarrassing. Yeah, unless you're in a long-term, unless you're in a long-term relationship, like eight or nine months, then that kind of makes sense. Oh yeah. yeah. If you're in a long-term relationship of like many months, wow. then yeah, then I think eight or nine months. Once yeah. you've hit multi-months, that's when. Yeah. That's yeah. when you know it's real. Like that's what that's when it's that's when it really means something. One of my friends, um, when we were fifteen, she mm-hmm. um, had already lost her virginity. Oh my god. And wow. Oh wow. She told me something that has stayed with me ever since. She said, always wait at least four months before you sleep with a guy. And I was like, yeah, that's the perfect amount of time. And I'm going yeah. to take that with me <laughs> but, but those through are my the, whole life. But Jess, you have to understand, those are the rules though. Like when people yeah. say, oh, there's no rules about when you can fuck. Unless you wait four months. Mu- Once you've waited four months, there's no rules. Then you can yeah. fuck. But before, always like, wait four months. Before live- four months, like, <laughs> yuck. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I do I, know what rules, you mean. The rules I live by, um, I, I guess it's different for girls. Girls and boys have different rules because yes. it's 2009. In 2009. And um, yeah. the rules I live by. This is uh, such an interesting um, insight, by the way. <laughs> I love having these kind of talks with boys. I'm so, oh, lucky. Yeah. I'm, I'm so lucky that I get along so well with boys as friends. I actually get along better with boys. I'm, yeah, yeah I, I know what you mean. God, I'm so glad someone can say it without feeling embarrassed by that. I love my girls. Yeah. I oh, yeah. love my girls. I'm but angling. I just get along to, so much better I'm, with can boys. I just say, because I'm a 19-year-old boy, um, I'm angling to sleep with both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being so open and honest. Thank about you. Oh my god, Zach. <laughs> Oh, my God, that's um, so inappropriate that I'm not going to tell you because I'm scared you won't like me anymore if I yeah. do. Um, and, but if you don't sleep with me, I'll be vicious and, vent- and mean about it. Uh, do you reckon you'd spread a rumour about me if Yeah, I probably, oh. probably. What if, what if I get I try nervous, to make you feel bad yeah, what if for I putting me in the friend comes, zone. What happens if I get really anxious about going all the way with you so mm. we just go to third? Would mm. you tell everyone we went all the way anyway? No, I'd, I'd tell everyone that you were anxious and we only went to third during my D&Ms. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I'm so glad we're on the same page. This is doing really good for our reputations, Act the fact that you and I are fucking. <laughs> <laughs> um, where, where, what was I? I was going to say something before, before we um, – it wasn't about Master. You were talking Chef. about the rules. Uh, the only rules I live by – uh, I don't know if you guys know the very funny uh, sitcom How I Met Your Mother. Oh my god, I so love that funny. show. I have it on DVD. Yeah, I have every so season. There's a I character. I love Marshall. Called, well, Marshall's really sweet, um, and I have yeah. a big crush on the girl from Buffy. Yeah, um, but yeah Willow. For, Willow. But for me, for me, I live by the Bible that is Barney. <laughs> Yes. yes, yes. He has the best advice on how to pick up chicks. Yep. Like yeah. a combo of that and the book The Game. Have you heard of The Game? Yes. <laughs> I've heard of it. So oh, yeah. basically Is I it apply the... Is kind of the- like The Secret? Um, is The Secret really big at the moment? It's a little bit... Yes, it is a little bit like The Secret. But I might say something like, um, I like your pink hair. It looks bad. And then you want to <laughs> fuck me. This is a thing called negging, as and it's my little secret. As soon as you said you didn't like my hair, you just became so fucking hot. 
Thank mm. you. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, I'm wearing a, a, um, a feather boa. I wear feather boas to parties now. Yeah, cool. I'm wearing um, a lot of Roxy and Rip Curl, I mm. think. Yeah, I'll just Maybe wear a feather that boa. That might be a bit more 1999. Uh, yeah. Fuck it. I wear, I wear those, um, like, I wear uh, uh, sort of crisp, structured uh, maroon shirts with chunky pockets and, and, and details on the shoulder. Jess, yeah. what are you wearing? Um, I've over-straightened my hair and I can't <laughs> figure out eyeliner. I don't know where yeah. to put it. It's okay, though. It looks yeah. really good. I, I sometimes you. just put it on and smudge it so that I look like someone from Panic at the Disco. Oh, mm, cool. Yeah, that's cool. Jess, your eyeliner looks great, especially with your nude lip gloss. <laughs> Thank you for noticing. No worries. Because I went for nude because I just want to look like I – like. I'm so effortlessly cool. Genuinely, you, you you look as good as Zoe Deschanel. Oh my god! Oh stop. wow! You do. But I love that's, her. That's I a love very, polka dots. But that's yeah. a very niche reference because she's pretty. Mm. You know, she's pretty underground. Zoe. Well, she's Deschanel. very hipster. She's so hipster, which makes sense that Zach and I would get that because we've established already that we're, we're, we're pretty. Hipsters. We're hipsters. Mm-hmm. We're um, indie, and favorite- I tell. Too many people that. <laughs> my favorite movie. My favorite movie uh, is Donnie Darko. I watched that when I was like twelve or whatever. Mm, well, I have it on DVD, and I also have the director's cut on DVD. Yeah, my favorite movie is Girl Interrupted. Oh my god! Yeah, that's cool. What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie is Wayne's World, um, which is a little oh. bit more retro. Um, oh, yeah, that's that is. fun. Yeah, but like, Do I have you... an older brother, and we like. Like we yeah. hang out sometimes and watch movies and shit. So I like I have like a kind of more mature, like an older yeah. taste in movies. I love classic cinema from like early nineties. Yeah, yeah, I love I love Wayne's World. It's not as good as um, Tropic Thunder and The Hangover, which are probably no. my favorite comedies. Mm. Yeah, they're the next. Thunder. They're the next classics. Yeah, like I mean, yeah. you think about how far technology's come since Wayne's World, and it's like, mm. of course, we're going to make better movies now. But it was mm. still a pretty good try, hey. Yeah, I, I know. We've come Wayne's a long World. way between Wayne's World and Avatar. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, Avatar. We've talked about that a lot on We this can't podcast. stop. <laughs> I can't it's wait. One of the only the... references I remember. I can't wait for the second Avatar to come out in two or three years. I yeah. gotta tell you, it's gonna blow up. Mm. I can't wait that long, honestly. No. For... I get it. No, I, I can't either. So shall we launch in? Um, oh yeah, what, we're here what, for a reason, aren't we? We're here for a reason, and that's to talk about the show that Australia is in love with. Um, and, and no, it's not the nanny. And no, it's not the hot house. And no, it's not ready, steady, cook, but kind of. And no, huh. it's not my restaurant rules with Dicko. Yeah, that's right with Dicko. Um, what is it, Zach? <laughs> It's MasterChef Australia, um, and I can confidently call it MasterChef Australia Season 1 because there are now ads in the ad breaks asking for people to compete. They have announced a Season 2, and I can't wait to watch it, and I really think we should do a recaps of Season 2 when it comes out, Mish. Um, I think that I that idea, that concept is so painful I can't even joke about it. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, yeah, I, cool, again, cool. I think I've done this now every episode for the last couple of months. Mm. Um, there is no way in hell I will review MasterChef Australia Season 2. Can I say... Um, unless it's for money. Unless it's for money. Yeah. Yeah. And we're, not talking, like, there, we're yeah. not talking like crumbs because we're, mm. t- no, we're not talking about 
a hundred bucks because we go, I love shaving my beard every day. Yeah. I'm talking real cash gosh. dollar. I cash. want a real I want real cash dollar. Cash dollar. Although we will we'll we will take the we I'll take a hundred bucks. Yeah, we'll take a hundred bucks. Yeah, I'd take that if someone wants to give that to me. Um, um, okay, Jess, how have you found MasterChef so far? Look, I sort of the whole season I've kind of like dropped in and out. Like mm. I really only watch it at my um, boyfriend's parents' place because mm-hmm. they love it. Mm. Um, and I just don't watch that much TV at home. I'm just mm. like always reading a book or maybe you know, you're on your laptop. Uh, yeah, or my incredibly old desktop computer yeah. that's mm. super slow. Um, yeah. But I, what an adventure we've just been on. Mm. Yeah. Um, I bet if, like, hypothetically we asked you to do this for us in ten years, you'd be really happy that you got the episodes that you were assigned. Yeah. Because what a ride it what was. An and it's not like Roller coaster. Yeah, roller and coaster. it's not like that they were so disinteresting that we did about half an hour of filler before we actually got to talking <laughs> about the show because the concept of discussing these next three episodes filled me with a like a fiery red rage. Mm. <laughs> but let's I do it. <laughs> there was one great episode, and I think that'll fill up the bulk. And the rest was that they tasted some curry, and then they and then the masterclass. We so we always feel bad having a guest on the masterclass. We call it um, Huey's with humiliation. Huey's cooking adventures with humiliation because it's mm. just it's just like Huey's, but they just get someone up and tell them um, you did shit at this. This is how to do it well. Yeah. Um, but we love Masterclass, but it's a bit shit to make someone watch an hour of that. And I don't know if you've picked up on this, Jess, but George and Gary are kind of like Huey. Mm. Yeah. But a, but a little bit posher. Yeah. Yes. They do talk a bit funny. Um, mm. Yeah. So that's yeah. good, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Just to my keep favorite, it interesting. My favourite was the way they said Sabayon. Okay. Oh, yes. I was a yeah. big fan of um, uh, Gary saying Sri Lanka instead Thank you, of yes. Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. Yeah. Here's my question about Gary. Is it his accent? I've, I've given him a lot of um, uh, leeway, assuming that he says tofu, uh, Sri Lanka, there was other things mm. because of his accent. I'm starting to think he just says shit fuck. He said tiramisu once. Tiramisu. Oh. I don't think it's his accent. Mm. I think he do just think says just, shit fuck. Is he, do you think he's doing it just to spark conversations like this one? Yeah. Probably. You, how many water cooler conversations do you think happened after the curry episode of people going, it's Sri Lanka. No, it's mm. Sri Lanka. But did either of you have a moment where you were like, have I been saying it wrong for 19 years? Yes. <laughs> I, yes. I was like, have I been... Yeah. No, I'm, it, sure I'm, I'm sure, sure it's Sri Lanka. Lanka. Yeah. Sri Lanka. Uh, there's enough people in my life that say Sri Lanka that makes me go, we're right. Yeah, not you know Sri I mean? Lanka. Yeah, because it's, it's not what it is. I just hope at some point there's an iconic rap verse that is career-defining for a female rapper where she says something about someone from Sri Lanka, so that just lodges in my brain. What yeah. kind of lyric would that be? I'm not following. Uh, talking about, um, I'm talking about uh, Monster. I'm talking about Monster. That oh, gets... yeah. Actually, no, I think that song's out now. With a bad bitch that came from Sri Lanka, yeah. Yes, no, that song's out now. That's, um, that's. Uh, Did you already pick up Nicki, on that, Jess? Nicki Minaj. No, oh, wow, okay. So Nicki Definitely Minaj. Definitely don't look into working in radio or anything <laughs> in the future. Oh, I haven't even thought of that. I'm yeah, that's sorry, journalism. That's... Oh, yeah, cool. Cool. right. That's, um, that's Nicki cool. Minaj, for the record, is she's done one verse on a song, on a, on a Kanye West song, 
and it is fire. And everyone is so excited to see what happens with her career. We think she's going to be one of the mm. hardest, most interesting, alternative uh, She's rappers. crazy, though, because she gets her tits out pretty hard. On Whoa. that video? And, yeah. that's, and it's very confronting. I'm, I, well, yeah, absolutely. But I just can't wait to see what she does with her first album. Like, uh, it's not just going to be pop songs with her kind of <laughs> bopping around to them. Yeah. No. I think yeah. she's really going to. As yeah. progressive young women, what do we yes. think about women who get their tits out a lot? Um, look, okay, I'm, I'm confident enough to talk about my body mm-hmm. um, in the sense that I can talk about my breasts, but you're not allowed to talk about anything else to do with my body. Um <laughs> I'm fine with a bit of cleavage. Um, There's nothing wrong with that. It's my cleavage. Um, It's nobody else's cleavage. I'm certainly not doing it for other people. (laughs) I wear two bras for myself. Yeah. Um, But uh, when it comes to, like, other women showing their breasts, I'm so fine with it unless I like a guy that's talking to them. Mm. And in which case... Like, what are you doing? You massive slut. Yeah. You'll yeah. also come to find, Jess, as we record this podcast, that you're going to say a lot of things that make you severely uncomfortable. Great. Um, as I'm talking, I hate myself. Yeah, yeah. I've you hated myself I mean? for 25 minutes now. Um, okay, but I can't I, I'm not wait even to gonna get, get to started 21. On, I'm not <laughs> even going to get started on, on the sorts of girls I'll sleep with versus the sorts of girls I'll date because those are different people to a 19-year-old oh, yeah. yeah, boy yeah. in 2009. So mm. I'm just not even going to. Go there. Don't go yeah, there. Absolutely. I'm not going to um, go there. Yeah, but, I mean, as three very progressive people under yeah, the age are. of 21, yeah, it's really depressing that that's incredibly progressive, um, that we can even have that conversation. That's pretty cool. Like a lot yeah. of people don't even talk about it, but I'm more than happy to talk to my guy friends about why they date me but wouldn't fuck me. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I'm totally. fine with it because I'm progressive. <laughs> they sort of go like, you're like the type of person I'd end up marrying because you're just like – just so easy to be around. But I'm not going to yeah. sleep with you, or, you know. Or I'll sleep with you, but please don't tell anyone. Yes. <laughs> that one, yeah. I love to. What do you reckon, Zach? <laughs> um, I reckon men are rotten to the core. Yeah. There's nothing we can do about it. <laughs> oh, God. All right, so let's launch into MasterChef, shall we? Yes. Yeah. Um, so the first episode of part two of week 11 of MasterChef Australia season one Oh, my computer's just told me to update Adobe. Fuck off. <laughs> don't um, tell me what to do. Don't fucking tell me what to do. Um, okay, so basically or the how many are we left with? There's a top five at this point. Top five. Something like that. The, the great <laughs> bringing in good people to replace the shit people that were going to be the final five is taking effect. We, mm-hmm. We're now, it's now, a, it's a better looking top Whatever. Five? Six? Oh, no, no. six. I think there's six. Okay, yeah. six then. Yep, you're, you'd know better than the two of us who have watched nothing but MasterChef for the <laughs> last year. Um, no, we honestly don't know. No, we're done. I think we're there were six of them. Because yeah. I believe, trust me, Jess, I believe you. Yeah. There was Chris. Zach and I are wrong. There was Chris, <laughs> Poe, Justine, Andre. Andre, that's it. So that's only four. Ju- uh, we forgot about Julie Goodwin. Oh, yeah, we Julie always Goodwin. forget we about always Julie. We forget about Julie Goodwin. She just kind of disappears into the background, doesn't she? Uh, um, anyway, they go into the big warehouse. We all love the fucking warehouse. We all know that we're in for a treat when they go in there. And basically, uh, Sarah's there. We love that. Um, Gary, George. I love Sarah. Love, love Sarah. Her. Love her. We're she's so just, excited to she's see. She's just sweet as sugar, isn't she? Mm. I feel like she's just kind of appeared. Right, like mm. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know her before MasterChef. No. And I'm just sort of like, girl, you got a long career ahead of you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, what an amazing someone, gig! 
What an yes. amazing gig to get and in no way one you'll regret. No way. I, I, I would love to be a fly on the wall for her contract negotiations right now because I imagine they're talking about season two and just I think she, she well, the money and yeah. just I think she'll be putting her foot down and saying like the amount of demands she could be putting down right now mm-hmm. because, yeah, God, exciting stuff. Because they'll do anything horizon. to keep her, you know. She's really got the power in this yeah. in this. Well, she's the host Mm. of the biggest show on television. Yeah, Yeah. that would be like getting rid of Burjo in this Burjo's catchphrase. You don't just do that. Imagine having a show like this without a formal host. It's almost as if the judges would just have to say what she says. Yeah, and that's yeah. just like that is bonkers. Me. What, that's, that's, what a that's crazy weird. thing to say. That's very weird. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so they're told that um, four of the country's most elite culinary faces—I don't know—with a hundred and seventy-five years combined of experience, experience shaping how Australia's Australians eat are coming to eat their food, and each contestant has to cater a meal to these four. Uh, head honcho, big gun types. And now, Matt. Now, I thought it was really interesting that they said, oh, it shapes how Australia eats for the last 175 years of experience or whatever on how Australia eats. Let's look at how Australia eats because mm. I have no idea who these people are who's going to be coming in, mm. right? We're a meat pie nation. Mm. Yeah. Is it going to be the 4 and 20 guy? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah. that's. I was like, is it going to be Dick Smith? Will you know, Dick Smith be there? Yeah, he makes he, peanut butter. Most well and that's known not gonna for fail. His peanut butter. Yeah. Do you know, Mish? I think two months ago I would have been with you on that. I, I think two months ago I would have been like, "Is it Dick Smith? Is it?" But I've seen the light. I actually own a copy of the Good Food Guide now. Um, wow. I, I went to a news agents and I bought it. My mum did buy a Donna Hay magazine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, I had a crack at making macarons last last night. Um, oh, yeah, they yeah. didn't quite. I don't know work. if you missed it, Jess, but there were macarons. You last know macarons. Week. Mm. So you got to try these macarons, Jess. I've heard of them. I think um, my auntie, like, she talked about them when she went to Paris last year. Wow. Um, yeah, I know. Just wow, first in yeah. our family to like go to Paris. It was crazy. We had like we all went over afterwards and like looked at photos on her computer. It was crazy. That's yeah. Insane. My God, yeah. did she bring a digital camera and upload yeah. the photos onto mm. her computer? Wow. Yeah, she ha- she bought like a really good one just before she left. Mm. Um, it's like a like a little Canon. Like it's pink. It, mm. Anyway, does they have really one of those little photos. screens that flips up? And you can see the photo from both ways. Yeah. Wow, they're like really expensive. Yeah, she splurged. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I didn't realise you came from such a rich family, Jess Perkins, but okay. Just uh, just my dad's side, yeah. They're, okay. They're wealthy. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Mum's side are like real pov. Yeah, they're povo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're povo. <laughs> the okay dad's side are like, like cashed up, man. Well, it's they're crazy. digital camera people. Yeah, That's yeah, totally. Massive. Like, like my dad grew up in Hawthorne, you know, like. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's wow. man. Imagine if I got to live in Hawthorne uh, like in 10 years' time or something. That would be crazy. Wow, that would be crazy. crazy. That's crazy. Um, anyway, they are cooking for these four people. We don't know who they are. Where are my fucking notes? There we go. That's okay. Um, they then go back to the house and study. They, which get, was, they get a whole 
night to prepare. So unlike in the past where they just had to work with what was in the pantry, so, um, you know, if there was a, 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 a two... Uh, like a Gillette razor and half a pig's head, they would just have to grab that, use that, work with that. Mm-hmm. This was the first time they ever had a chance to prepare mm-hmm. and think about what they were going to do. Yep, it's amazing. But the best part was, for sure, the next morning when Gary walked into Chris's bedroom at 6am and Chris is sitting in his bed studying and Gary walks in and goes, oh, Chris, what are you doing? Why are you up so early? And he's like, oh, you're studying. Chris is like, yep. And it's like... Gary, you freak. Why would Chris be sleeping when there's a cameraman in his bedroom? <laughs> okay, All my the first, lights are on. My like, first and Gary comes was... and goes, oh, wow, Chris, you're awake. There's a man in his room with a big fucking camera and we're assuming some boom operator. And Gary's just like, oh, that was some of the worst acting I've ever seen. was like, oh, wow, Chris, you're right. Yeah, got to get that study in. It's like, this is some bullshit. I didn't even think of that. My first thought was actually because Gary walks in and goes, oh, Chris, you're awake. And I was like, he says, like, what are you doing up so early? And it's like, Gary, you're there. So you've obviously been up even earlier to leave your home in a suit to get to set to then walk in to say this. So, like, what do you mean? What are you doing up so early? You're also up, you hypocrite. Gary's (laughs) a hypocrite and he says tofu weird. Yeah, Gary's weird. So anyway. How does he say tofu? Tofu. He says tofu. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, that's wrong with you. That's yeah, almost as gross as what as tofu is. <laughs> yeah, good, oh, yeah. Good gag, Mish. Very good can gag. Can you imagine? Uh, like, <laughs> One of my you imagine jokes. If tofu was your protein. Oh, yeah. I love meat. I yeah, we eat love it all meat. the time. <laughs> um, so then, I don't know who. I'm assuming Gary piles them all into his little car and then drives them all to Coles. The and best, all, uh, you you would say you said the best part of this episode was that they had to um, that they came in to wake them up. For me, the best part was the layer that the challenge was they were given a hundred dollars and they did their entire shop at Coles. Mm. My goodness gracious me, what a funny thing that is um, to to be cooking for the greatest, most important people. In, in in Australian cuisine. In an industry that you are trying to break into mm. real hard. And the only ingredients you're allowed is what's available at a Coles. It's just like 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 Chris, his whole thing is I just I just believe in the provenance of meat and um, uh, I put on my hat in the morning like anyone else, but how I'm different is I serve good meat simply. And then to not even give him a butcher, yeah, but he just no. has to go to the fucking deli at Coles and then he's like, everyone was but like. But he doesn't only really just go to the deli at Coles. He literally goes back behind the counter and watches the butchers chop up the meat. Like and he was just like, oh, hello. Like, oh, what you got here? Some lamb and some like guy with a fucking mallet and an apron covered in blood. It's just like, oh, hey, going champ. It's like that is mental. And that's not how Coles work. That's not no. how Coles work. And that's against a lot of uh, health codes. Yes. Yeah, you don't let customers come back. I'm just a really big fan of like, uh, so his meal, we'll get to, you know, how it played out. But his meal was a very simple uh, ribeye steak with a salad and bone marrow. Like a really, really simple dish that like if you're going to do that, you need to have like, I know this in 2009, you need to have a really, really good piece of meat. Mm. 
that is not available at Coles. Certainly I, not in 2009. I want the provenance of the beef to stand out. And the provenance of this beef was the three-star plastic wrap thing at the Coles. Um, I also loved how they just had other customers in Coles just walking around buying their Vegemite and their cornflakes, just hating everyone who was on the show. That was just like rushing past and knocking shit over. And they're like, oh, i got to find the flower. And these people are just like, get the fuck out of my local. And that then, was uh, so mad. I also love that they went over the speakers to say, you only have 15 minutes left and um, George says, chop, chop. Like, oh, you think it's a thing, George. Yeah. <laughs> but it did cr- Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Back up Julie, though, didn't it? She Julie had a good laugh at yeah, it. Yeah, Julie loves a giggle. Yeah. And you know what? So she Jul- needed it because she looked so flustered in the shops. She's yeah. always know. flustered, always making a mess. I don't know how she's made it this far, to be honest with you. Mm. But also um, she was embarrassing. making She was making a cake and she was really panicked because she only had a hundred dollars. Um, you know, this isn't even a joke. You can make a cake for less than that. Like Easy. a lot less. Like, like, like a that's really, a, a fancy that's a, cake. That is an insane amount of money for, for a, a dessert. For an orange cake. Yeah. Like I just wanted to touch on that, Julie. Yeah, I like, didn't even think about that. Like yeah. to make um, five slices of cake. You make one whole cake. I reckon I could make a cake, a fairly decent fucking cake, six fitty. Yeah. I reckon, if I, I reckon like a good cake, like a good, good cake. Like, and you've got to get the ingredients. Like I, I'm happy to go up to 40 on that, quite genuinely. All right, yeah. 40, but, but you're going fancy. But yeah, that's I'm also going, like you're completely out of flour at your parents' place as well. You that's know? what like I'm talking you, about. Your you mum doesn't get, even have any of the basics. you got to get a whole thing yeah. of flour. you got to get a whole thing of baking powder. You okay, that's crazy because my mum take... always has everything. Yeah. Mm. Why yeah. is it that mums always have like a big bucket full of baking shit and yet my mum never baked for me once? No. Aww. But she has the big bucket. She has the big bucket at the top of her pantry that is full to the brim of every kind of baking thing that you would need. All the flowers, all the little add-ons, all the food colourings. She she baked not once. Yep. But she's got everything for it. (laughs) Whatever she decides to do it. The little food colourings are great. My mum has endless patty pans. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's such a mum thing. What a patty like, pan! Like, what do you like? The little cupcake tint, like the little oh, paper, yeah, yeah, paper, yeah, paper yeah, 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 yeah. My mum's got like a drawer full of them. What do you do with them. all those patty pans? Mum's with their patty pans. Yeah. There's not one thing that happened in my childhood that required a patty pan. And yes, my mum has, and yet mum has at least, at least 150 patty pans. Yeah, easy. And there's Did always the silver ones, the plain silver ones, and then always one that has like some sort of spotty design or yes. a balloon on it. Yes. Did you hear about, I read about it in the Herald Sun, there's a comedian that I've never met before doing a show about the, um, the, the Women's Day Cake cook, Cookbook. Oh. You know, the Women's Day Cake Cookbook? Who's the cookbook? comedian? Uh, I, I can't remember his name because I've never met him and I don't work in the same office as him, but it looks like a really fun idea for a show. <laughs> 
I genuinely don't know who you're talking about. Give me Josh a clue. Show. Oh, okay, cool. I just thought it'd be funny to talk about someone's old I've show. I've never met him. I've never um, met him. I only remember the names of comedians I've met personally, so I don't remember any comedians' names right now. I don't remember any comedians' names right now. Um, uh, maybe one day, I don't know. Oh, fingers crossed. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, all right, so they've got all their ingredients. They rush back to the MasterChef um, warehouse where they are introduced to the following four experts, all of them wearing tuxedos. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. Uh, so there's Chong Lu, Jacques Raymond, Amando Pakwaka, and Margaret Fulton, who is the loveliest woman oh. I've ever seen in my life. My God. I thought the lady from The Cook and the Chef was lovely. But Margaret oh, What's her Fulton... name? Margaret uh, Maggie Beer. Maggie Beer. Yeah. Um, but Margaret Fulton is just next level lovely. Oh, I just wanted to give her a hug. Maybe you it's know. a Margaret thing, like Maggie, Margaret. Maybe mm. just Margaret's a lovely. Mm. Although every time I hear the name Margaret, I think of the eldest daughter in the nanny. Who's a real pain in the ass. Yeah, mm. yeah, she's a real brat. She's a real Have brat. You... She's easily the worst actor on the show. <laughs> um <laughs> Let's I mean, just let's just trash her for the next twenty minutes. What a piece of shit! Shit hair. <laughs> she got shit hair. No comic timing. She's None. a fucking wet blanket. <laughs> Fuck off, Margaret. Oh Margaret. god. She's I wish. So... I wish Mr. Sheffield only had two kids. Yeah, Brighton and started. And Gracie. Yeah, Gracie is the youngest one. Gracie's. Jess seen... has got beef with Maggie. Have you seen Maggie Gracie's sucks. now on that show where she has sex with the man from X Files? Yes. Yeah, I saw ads on Channel Ten. That's oh. prestige television at the moment. That's mm. that's the height of television. Is yeah. Isn't it um, weird when you see stuff like that? Like Gracie is fucking a guy. On television, it's like when Jessica Biel took her top off, and it's like you're from Seventh Heaven, mm. and I just saw your tit. Yep, mm. I've seen it. I've seen I've seen Jess Biel's tit. Like, good on you, Justin Timberlake. I saw that it first. Genuinely, the idea of <laughs> the idea of seeing like, enjoy my sloppy Jessica seconds, Biel. Justin. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of seeing Jessica Biel's breasts. After Seventh Heaven. That's like genuinely, if you were to go back in time, right? Mm. If you were to go back in time and say to someone in like 1997, one day Jessica Biel is going to get her breasts out. That would be like saying, imagine if someone came from the future and said to you, like one day Miley Cyrus will do rude songs and get naked. You'd be like, Are you talking about Hannah Montana? Yeah. What? Okay. What a, what a that's crazy like su- that's example. That's like suggesting. That's like suggesting. That's that what it would be like. Ashley Olsen won't be famous one day. <laughs> and Guys, just, stop it! And I they'll can't. just be married to really old men. <laughs> that would be weird. That that's would be so, so weird. weird. Hannah Montana is going to be sweet and wholesome forever. Yeah, mm. I know, but that's what people probably said about. Um, Back in the seventh heaven days, you know, yeah. that's that's what it would be like. That would be because could you imagine um, Hannah Montana doing mm. naughty things? No, Do you know what's really interesting is in around about eight years, I reckon, um, we're going that the dad from Seventh Heaven he's going to make the news again. Mm. Yeah, I just yeah. have a feeling, it's and so- I, even though like I would love to make jokes about it, it's so fucking gross that I'm not going to. Yeah, it's full on. Okay. It's the most full on thing I've ever witnessed is an interview that happens with him in eight years cool (laughs) (laughs) just wanted to put that out there um okay so matt um takes all of the the like big famous cook people 
out the back to the restaurant, which is awesome because the warehouse built a restaurant at the start of this and now they're using it, which is yeah. great. Yeah. Um, the other thing is Poe's now freaking out because she's been able to co- like coast off the fact that mm. all the judges are white men up until this point. Mm. And everything she's done, they've gone, oh, I, I couldn't do that. And yeah. now, uh, like, a high-end, like, the best Malaysian chef in Australia is going to judge her. She's a bit like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> One of oh, my knows no. something. <laughs> oh, no. One I can't of my, just... um, my favourite things was uh, Matt Preston, I believe it was when he was describing Amando Pukwaka, was talking about how because of his influence we now have all these really unique and interesting ingredients available to us at supermarkets, like yellow capsicum. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't have that. We didn't didn't have that that before him. We only had red and it was ooey. Could you imagine what what eating was like before 2009? Now you can walk into a Coles and get virtually anything. You can, you can get, get a rotisserie a, chicken, a yellow capsicum. You can get a zucchini if you, you want to. You can get to. a zucchini. And it's only going to be a matter of weeks before in the specialty bake goods section we'll be able to get some macaroon. Oh, yeah. I don't think we're ever going to get to a point where you can get macaroons at Coles. I, I just, I feel like... That'd be like getting macaroons at Macca's or something. Yeah, it's That'd too... It's too... Um, <laughs> It's That's too high-end of a product, macaroons. They'd probably call them, like, macaroons or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it would be so strange. That's so weird. Yeah. Um, so Margaret Fulton's clearly the most wonderful human ever because she blows them all kisses and says that she's so excited and it's going to be great. Um, Chris, being the meat guy, takes it one step further and decides to cook bones. Which is cool. Yeah, so he's serving cool. bone marrow, which is the inside of a bone. Which we, yeah. as we know, is so he knows um, no limits. <laughs> often easily available at a Coles. Hmm. Yeah, you know, just yeah. all you have to do is jump the barricade between you and the deli worker, <laughs> go out the back to where they chop up the meat, and just have a chat with your local butcher man. Yeah, yeah, he'll like you. You guys will get along. Um, Andre makes a gnocchi again, right? Yes, yeah. he does. But he puts his he makes a gnocchi and deep fried vegetables, and he's like, they're two separate dishes. But um, well, I put them together, and there's no yeah. there's no <laughs> explanation. I've never seen that. anybody else do this, probably for good reason. Yeah, they probably don't really complement each other all that well. But they I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to just yeah. do it. Um, uh, Poe makes a dry chicken curry with pancakes. Um. Oh my god! I just realised there was a judge for every person competing. Yeah, I just realised that they like picked like the like um like a like a like it was like a test. It was like a cinematic level. I didn't realise just how perfect it was. They had the best Malaysian chef in in Australia. They had the best French chef in Australia. They had the best. Um, uh, they had the best like. Um, Italian chef in Australia. They didn't have a meat guy, admittedly. Um, and then they had the best lovely lady that makes cakes in Australia <laughs> <Yeah>. for Julie. <laughs> the best. She's the number one lovely lady who makes cakes. And Julie's like greatest test was she had to she had to win over the loveliest lady in Australia <laughs> who makes cakes. <laughs> who makes so cakes? Um, which she does actually. Everyone really fucking liked her cake. Yeah. Um, so basically, when it comes to serving up, Chris serves up a, a hunk of meat and an old bone, and they didn't like it. They didn't um, particularly love it. Which is crazy. No. That's so crazy. Isn't yeah. it crazy that they and didn't like that? He served <laughs> that a weird? steak from Coles. 
<laughs> steak from Coles. He served a steak from Coles. And that with an old well. bone. With a bone. With a bone and a side salad and they didn't like that. Um, also, uh, yeah, they didn't like that. He described it as a, a dish that wasn't him. He goes, this is not me. No. Um, Justine serves up a duck dish, which is easily the most 2009 thing I have ever seen. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just a, a piece of duck, a really fancy ch- vegetables and a reduction. And I've got to say, the old French guy loved it before he'd even looked at it. The moment Julie walked in, he knew that Justine. that was his favourite dish. Yeah, when Justine walked in, he's <laughs> like, I'm going to love the this. Justine walked in, the old French dude was like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> your dish is the best. <laughs> you can come and work with me whenever you want. <laughs> um, but it did look uh, delicious Julie's- and everyone else liked it. Poe served up a chicken curry and my favourite, most wholesome moment of the whole oh. show was Margaret Fulton was like, I don't even know how to eat this. Is this? And obviously they're trying to build up tension to the tasting of everything and the judging of everything. And Margaret was like, oh, what's this? And she just, while they're all just having a chat, grabs some pancake and eats some curry and Matt Preston's like, what the fuck is she doing? Yeah. And just eats Poe's still then- here. You have to wait till she leaves to <laughs> yeah. eat it. But they're in the middle of having a chat. She goes, oh, this is lovely. And then Matt's like, you can go now, Poe. And you can just tell that he's just like this bitch. This she's cake, not following the rules. This lovely cake, bitch. Because she's just like, I don't get it. So yeah. how do I eat this? Do I just do I just pick up a little bit? I tear a little bit of it off. I put and it then in she my just mouth. Says do it's I? delicious. Oh. She's like, oh, that's delicious, love. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's delicious. Uh, they that's don't like... show her like spitting it into a napkin once Poe's gone, <laughs> but she just wanted Poe to feel good. <laughs> oh, that's very nice. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> oh, yum. Yum. Oh, bless her. Um, so Justine wins with her duck in her face. And um, when it came down to it, Matt gave her a 10 and then Gary called him daddy. Mm. Oh, how did I miss that? Yeah, Gary's just like, oh, daddy. That what? was it. There was no further discussion. Didn't show a reaction of he, anybody. They, yeah, no, they were just like, they were just like um, you know, Matt, he was like, I never give 10s. And then, yeah, like Gary was like, oh, daddy. Yeah. Edit that out. Edit that out. Yeah, there's a lot of that, Jess, that we found in this show. It's like, why? There's no there's no further discussion to the fact that he called her daddy. It doesn't show any reaction to him. Call, he just says it. He, he just, just calls, calls Matt Preston daddy. daddy. He just yeah. called Matt daddy. Yuck. Um, anyway, Andre and Chris are in the bottom two because Chris served up and a I, steak from Coles and Andre served up a dish. Two that dishes was, of that Everything on the plate was the same colour as the plate. Did you notice that? The gnocchi and the caponata that he made was all the same colour as the plate it was served on. So it looked like shit. (laughs) So Chris and Andre are now on the bottom two. It was very funny how they tried to play tension because there were three really good dishes that the judges loved and two that they didn't. And then they were like, it's now down to the bottom three. And they're like, it was just so obvious that Poe was fine. Yeah. Very funny. <laughs> that was good. Um, so now we go into an elimination, which is really interesting. We've done these before. This is one of those taste test eliminations where George brings out a giant pot of something his mother cooked and then they all eat it. Now, this is where we've already touched on this. Chris and Andre have to eat a Sri Lankan curry. Now, Sri-Lankan. far be it for me for, to correct Gary. If he says it's Sri Lankan then I'm thinking it's Sri Lankan. I'm not going to believe my Sri Lankan friends. Well, Gary cooked it That's, um, that based on dumb. a recipe given to him by his Sri Lankan friend. So, uh, To be perfectly honest, that curry looked fucking delicious. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was just this fucking giant pot, it was like so a big. huge fucking pot, filled to the brim with the most delicious, oily-looking curry I've ever seen. 
Um, it was great. It looked I really incredible. And there were so many ingredients. Um, it was pretty obvious from the start because they said, what do you guys know about curry? Um, uh, meat guy, meat guy was like, I've made a lot of curries. <laughs> actually, um, I make curries every day with meat. And then Andre was like, oh, I've had a curry once and I made a curry once and it, it was all right, but I mostly make gnocchi. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I wonder who's going to win this one. <laughs> even, even Chris knew. Yeah, everyone he, knew. Everyone in the room knew that Andre was going to fail and probably on something stupid, which he did. Andre's um, like, I'm 28 and I haven't really expanded my tastes much yet. So they kind of go back and forth and they pick different things that might be in the curry and it's all going very well until Andre says um, curry powder. What are you uh, thinking? Yeah, it's what like it, it's, not, it's, not my mum's, it's not my mum's curried sausages, yeah, mate. It's, it's not my uncle's curried egg sandwich. It's not uh, the little cunt. It's not the pasta salad at the salad bar of the RSL with a little bit of curry powder in the mayonnaise. You idiot! Yeah, you moron. It's not my mum's curry chicken, which is just a can of pumpkin soup and some and some curry powder and usually a can of or some frozen corn. Yeah, and then God. some chicken. Chuck it in the oven. It's you, not that, you idiot. idiot. It's idiot. not Gary's Indian's friend's Sri Lankan curry, is it? Siri oh Lankan. wait, it is Gary's Indian's friend's Sri Lankan curry. <laughs> Andre, I love that this show is like far and away the best representation and diversity Australian television has ever had, and probably will have until like a new set of judges get introduced. To this show, like this show will be the thing that overtakes this show in terms of diversity, and an entire episode is built around a middle-aged white man making a curry that his Indian friend taught him from <laughs> Sri Lanka. <laughs> this is the best Australia can do for yeah. diversity. <laughs> oh wait, I missed a bit. Um, there was also a point where Andre picked curry leaves, and then he tried to change to cardamom, and then the music got really ominous and real fucking dark, and Gary just said. No, there is no changing. You've picked now. You live by, you die by. It was very gang. Fuck off, Gary. It was some, so there that, was some serious, like I expected him to kind of pose afterwards with like a bandana. To be clear, that phrase usually curry. is talking about uh, living by the sword or dying by the sword. Yeah, you live he, by the curry leaves. But he recontextualised it to be about curry leaves. <laughs> It's pretty great. Um, shock horror, after choosing curry powder, Andre goes home. There's not really a big deal made about it because I think everyone kind of expected it to happen. Mm. Um, and then that's done. And then we have Masterclass, which Zach and I historically don't talk about ever. But, great. Um, but <laughs> so today, thanks for watching it. <laughs> today, <laughs> thanks for putting all that extra time and effort into that, Jess. We are going to talk about it at length. Um, <laughs> my God. That sausage looked lovely. Yeah. Um, mm. I thought baked beans came out of a tin. Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? Although, minus the feta, the only thing I'd be able to eat so far that they've cooked in 2020. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So in 2020, like hypothetically, whatever, I'm one of those fucking vegan cunts. Mm. Um, that baked bean dish, minus the feta he sprinkled on at the front top, was pretty much the only vegan thing that's been served up. That's yeah. so Which makes funny. sense because veganism's gross. Yeah, I can yeah. what even s- is veganism? 
Yeah, gross. Like I'd I'd be a vegan if I was allowed a little bit of beef mince every once in a while. You know what I How mean? How could you give up cheese? <laughs> oh, don't you love? Don't you miss cheese? <laughs> don't you miss chicken nuggets? <laughs> These are so all questions here? I can't answer because I eat all of that. Yeah. In this um, the year uh, 2009, mm. I um I know I sort of joked earlier that I eat a lot of meat, but like. Actually, I, I don't really like it that much, but I reckon it's I'm probably going to stick at it for at least another, I don't know, six, seven years before I realise I just hate meat and I stop eating it um, mm-hmm. altogether. So for now, in this the year 2009, I was very comfortable watching them um, gut a fish and mm-hmm. um, put pro- like meat into the grinder thing to make sausage. I was incredibly comfortable with um, that the whole time. I have <laughs> yeah. to say I, I still uh, – I think I will still be eating meat um, in 2020, and I think that there will be something about the sausages in the masterclass shoving the the mince pork into the, the sausage mincer. Fat, fat that the hunks when so basically to make a sausage you need a third. I knew we talk about third. sausages. Good, yes, good. <laughs> Thank you, Jess. Guys, these are some things. Jess, you can go now. Zach and I are going to talk about sausages. <laughs> Um, All right, thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. Good good luck with university. Good luck with your journalism. I've got Um, an assignment due tomorrow. (laughs) Off you go then. Don't get too drunk. Um, So uh, when you make a sausage, Mm. Gary taught us in this masterclass that the ratio needs to be a third fat and two-thirds lean but not totally lean, slightly marbled meat. And then he held up a hunk of fat and said, like this. Which we've cubed for you. Yeah, which we've cubed. And just a bowl of cubed fat was, it was, it made me hungry. It made me ready for my Thursday night dinner. Mish, I have to say, and this is rare because usually meat eaters only get uncomfortable about meat um, when they see the animal that the meat came from. That's usually what trips up meat eaters. Yes. I didn't mind the pig's head. I didn't mind the shaving of the pig's head. I thought the pig's head was, except for the tongue, really quite appealing. The This is the most upset I've ever been. I didn't mind Julie being forced to murder a fish. But there was These something... These are all things you missed, Jess. This was all very fucked up. There was something <laughs> about Julie smushing fatty mints through a sausage maker that... And uh, the intestines, didn't mind the intestines. It was at the top and there was like bits of gloopy meat not making it all the way in and her having to like schlup it in. And it was all caught between her fingers and stuff. I have to say that that's the closest I've been to being repulsed by meat. And and not just the closest, I was repulsed by it. It was the most <laughs> awful thing I've seen in the entire show was, yeah, was that making gross. those sausages. No. Yeah, um, it was disgusting. What Did everyone ha- also just quickly when she was putting the intestines on the sausage maker and then all the disgusting shit that Gary was saying to her? Yeah. That was even that was in two thousand. Even in two thousand and nine, Gary, don't harass that fifty-year-old woman and tease her that putting an intestine on a sausage maker looks like she's weaving a condom onto a husband's dick, which is yeah. I'm assuming what he was suggesting. That yes. was absolutely gross. I don't even care. I hope he hears this, Gary. That was fucked. Yeah, it was fucked. <laughs> yeah, that was mental. What you did. You haven't yeah. been self-censoring, have you, Mish? That implies you've been self-censoring because of the Gretel Colleen stuff last episode. <laughs> last, last episode, just just for a bit of context. <laughs> I inadvertently went into a big rant about how Gretel Colleen 
how her career went to shit and how she'll never get it back. And then Zach and then reminded I'd... me that there's a very good chance that one day I might meet her. I was just like, <laughs> I think, Mish, you like, underestimate. I know, I know. I was like, I think you underestimate A, your connections and B, where your career is at. You're much closer to Gretel Colleen than you realise. <laughs> I had to um, sort of but talk then it I, down but on then the podcast. I was able to justify it because, again, Jess, I don't know if you understand this. We're a very popular podcast in 2009. We have around about six to eight listeners. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. Six, maybe ten. Don't um, worry. We'll, give you, an opportunity, episode, we'll give you an opportunity to promote your podcast at the end of this. Don't worry about it, Jess. Don't oh worry about God. it. You're pretty lucky. You're pretty lucky to be able to promote. A, You'll be uh, able to promote your little podcast Your little, podcast tiny, your little tiny podcast. podcast. Which I really want to encourage people to listen to because it's actually quite good. I don't know why people aren't giving you a chance. Oh, my God. Thank you so much because we're really giving it everything we have. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's just skip to the fucking end of this masterclass. They make a sausage. He makes some baked beans. There's a roast salmon with artichoke. Um, they're filleting a salmon at one point. That was gross. And then they serve up the salmon with bacon, which, was, oh. which, which, which was absolutely fucked. Anyway. I love bacon. <laughs> Does that make you uncomfortable? What, what about bacon? <laughs> uh, how would you give up bacon? <laughs> I would totally go vegetarian, um, but I love bacon. Oh, you, you know must I mean? misunderstand that bacon. <laughs> based on based on pretty much everything that anyone has cooked on MasterChef Australia season one at all, I don't know how families can survive in the kitchen without beef mince. Everything has beef mince in it. There is so much. So, like, yeah, I reckon easy. I could be vegetarian as long as I was allowed to have beef mince. (laughs) Easy. Easy. No worries. No problems. All I'm asking for is a little bit of beef mince. (laughs) And, like, what? So fucking what? Um, Hey, Jess, thank you so much for doing this bullshit. (laughs) It was a genuine pleasure. Also, just to chat to some friends. Well, that's oh. really what it's about um, because uh, we are all worried about the swine flu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mad, cow, mad cow disease is going to make a fucking comeback and because of that, I'm really glad we're taking some of these measures. It's um, not like yeah. they'll go for, I don't know, <laughs> six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I think, well, and I think hopefully... People are seeing now that there's a real risk now that we've seen swine flu and what that can do, that hopefully they're setting up some infrastructure across the world to handle anything if there was, God forbid, anything ever worse than swine flu. Absolutely. Those are some really big words for a 19-year-old and I love it. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I have nothing but faith. I have nothing but faith in Kevin Rudd. Yes. I believe in the government. I just trust him. Yeah, Yeah. I just trust the government. It's all right. My favourite thing ever is asking my grandparents who they vote for and then just doing that yes totally because yeah. i can't be reading that much yeah. about it and i'm like i don't know yeah it just uh, makes it really really girls because i um i'm a smart boy so what i love to do is at parties um explain politics at length to girls yeah. Well, good, I need that. I really need that. Okay, so there's two houses, okay? Does that make sense? Yeah, and I, I want to exp- – let me explain as well. I'm not a conservative, okay? I'm I'm all for the people. I definitely lean to the left. I'm all about staying as far away from politics as possible and that's why I vote Labor. <laughs> I love men who – um, explain politics to me at parties. So uh, right. that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love to explain politics 
talk about my sa- favorite movies, mm. explain why they're good. Do you know um, what's awesome? Is sometimes... when I talk to a guy and I find out he likes to read. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. That's that's pretty mature. I'm not looking. I don't want boys anymore. Yeah. I want men. Mm. And what I look for in a man is someone who knows who they're voting for, mm-hmm. someone who loves to read, mm-hmm. um, someone who loves a farmer's market on a Sunday morning when you wake up, like early though, so like 10 a.m. Wow. Yeah. Like when you get up early on a Sunday morning at 10 a.m., going to a farmer's market with your boyfriend who likes to read, that's such a – I think that's great. Wow. I'm not at farmer's market level yet, but I'm definitely at Mersey Valley Cheese from Coles level. So, mm, wow. You know, yeah. Zach, by the time you're 21, like Mish, uh, you'll totally be farmer's market type of guy. You will be. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, I really want to be very mature. And like I said, my favourite thing to do is explain to women why movies like Fight Club – and um, Taxi Driver mm. and Donnie Darko, why those movies are good and they don't get it, not that they don't speak to their personal experience. Can I ask a question as well, Zach? Um, <laughs> yeah. If a woman hasn't seen one of those movies, do you tend to react like, what, you haven't seen Fight Club? Oh, my yeah. God. You ha- do you do that? Because yeah. I love all women. Nope. Just movie. quickly, Jess, you what you have, have to understand to here. Fight Club, Jess. Yeah. Come on, when someone asks you if you've seen Fight Club and you haven't seen Fight Club, you just tell them you have seen Fight Club. Mm. That's the trick. If a guy says to you, have you seen this? The answer is always yes. Oh, my God. And then then when they say, did you think X, Y, and Z about it? Yes, just everything is what they think. And then maybe at the end of it they'll kiss you after. And I'm then so tell, and then you tell only their need friends to read about it. The first forty pages of a book to tell people you've read it. Yeah, I'm so glad I have an older friend like you, Mish, to just guide me through this. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Like you know, a year and a half ago, I could have bought you alcohol. That would have been fine too. Yeah. If I if I was ever if I was ever like talking to a girl and she said her favorite movie was something frivolous like Thirteen or Whale Rider. I would have to explain to her why those movies are light entertainment and movies like Fight Club and Donnie Darko are good movies. Yeah. <laughs> and movies like Whale Rider and 13 are just not as serious and important as those films. I know what you mean. When I meet a girl, only women, when yeah. I meet a woman or a girl who hasn't seen Girl Interrupted, it's usually because they haven't experienced life the way I have. They don't girl. know what it's like to be a, a girl who's suffering, right. a girl who feels things, a girl who's suffering in her two-story house in Ivanhoe at her private school. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like girl I was, I was, I was, I was. It was a hard time for me. And if anyone hasn't seen that movie, well, then they're really privileged. Well, and I've got to say, Mish, Girl Interrupted is a fun movie. It's a light, easy movie to watch on DVD, but it's not about serious issues like um, war movies, movies about men at war, movies hey, about hey, men hey. dealing with their mental illness, movies about men not being able to get with women. These are the serious <laughs> movies that deserve Oscars. Girl Interrupted, Whale Rider, they're fun. They're fun romantic comedies. I'm so but glad you're here to explain that to us, Zach. And when we finish this podcast and finally let Jess go home, I hope that you will talk to me more about politics. Mm. No, and you just want to get Zach to yourself so he'll choose you to fuck. 
Hey, oh, no. hey, don't confront me like that. I told you I always cry when people talk to me like that. I'm sorry. Do you want to go I'm... in the backyard and have a DM about <laughs> yeah, this? Yeah, I think, I think we need to have a DM about this. But first, let's discuss it over Facebook on our public walls. <laughs> Um, yeah, just back and forth. Like yeah. you comment on your wall and then the response is a comment onto their wall. Perfect. Yeah. Um, we always love to wrap it up by asking who you think is going to win. Um, We're about I, to go into finals week. It's all very exciting. I actually think that a, like a twist is coming and there's going to mm. be some kind of wild card and they're going to bring Andre back and he's going to have a chance to yeah. like redeem himself and win his place back and he's going to and then he's going to take out the title and I reckon yeah, give him 3 years and he's going to have like a like several restaurants around Australia he's going to be huge yeah i reckon Jess i reckon you've seen the sixth sense i think you get twists I think um, that's that's the that's the voice of someone who likes an M Night Shyamalan film. Something I've just learnt is just to say yes if you haven't seen a film. So yeah, I've seen The Sixth Sense. <laughs> it's brilliant. It is it's so good. brilliant. I agree. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> good job. Um, unlike Jess, Muriel's well Wedding, so it's got the same actor as Muriel's Wedding. Muriel's Wedding. It's a romantic comedy. It's light. It's fun. Sixth Sense. Brilliant. Yeah. It's about ah. Bruce Willis. Art. <laughs> I think it's really important at this point to say that if in 10 years' time in 2020 uh, there is a very, very good chance that Jess Perkins has a wildly successful podcast <laughs> and she's much better at this than we are. So it's actually really lovely that she came on to do yeah, this with us. Yeah, we do appreciate um, it. Uh, if in 2020, Jess, if people want to get in touch with you or f- check you out and follow you and stuff like that, not check you out in a gross, creepy way. Yeah, um, I mean, if you're going to, just keep it to yourself. Don't message me about it. Yeah, no. that's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. If you think I'm hot, tell your mates. Have you checked out this comedian? Her name's Jess Perkins. But she's really hot. Don't but send don't me a message. But don't say it to her. Just don't talk about it with everyone say, else. Hey, you're gorgeous. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit what you think. That's what <laughs> I'll say in 2020. Because I'll have I'll have given up a little bit by then. I reckon. Um, I reckon. I reckon as well, Jess. Though, if people were to say to me, "I think you're gorgeous," I'd probably have the same reaction as you. But after checking out how old they are, whether they're married. <laughs> Making sure, like filtering through, because chances are, I might be like, "Thanks, yeah, <laughs> thank you so much." Really, me? Oh, oh. This, this, little, this whole thing. <laughs> um, um, yeah, where can they find, find me? I do a podcast. I will do a podcast called yeah, like it. "Do What Go On" um, yeah. with Matt Stewart and Dave Warnerkants. It's a lot of fun. It's very stupid, and uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Jess Perkins and perv away, but do it <laughs> privately. <laughs> I think they're going to be so disappointed because they're like, oh, she must be hot. And then they'll go look and be like, she's fine. (laughs) Zach, as a man, tell her she's hot so she feels good about herself. Don't, I just ask for it. Don't do it. Don't. (laughs) Zach, now as a guy, it's really important that you tell her that you find her attractive so that she feels good about herself. Nah, legit. Like, you're like a classic beauty. Legit. (laughs) Oh, shut up. (laughs) Legit. Seriously, you're like beautiful. Legit. Whoa. <laughs> what kind of girls do you like do you like sleep with? Like classic. Oh well like or? I sleep no, well it's a there's a difference. Zach <laughs> mentioned earlier, right, Jess, you have to understand when it comes to fucking, this was a few weeks ago. Zach finds it really attractive when a girl has her G string just above her low ride jeans. Love that. <sighs> yeah, Man. that's love hot. that. I love a girl that looks like um Eliza Dushku or Alicia Cuthbert. Yes. And she has um, 
her g-string poking out yeah of her jeans that's really sexy because she's still wearing jeans and a t-shirt so she's like cool and cash but you know that underneath she's like a little bit hot you know Mm. what i mean she's a bit naughty and that's sexy yeah Mm. and for anyone who's listening out there who doesn't know what i look like think like jessica alba Mm -hmm. because she was pretty hot in 2009 right yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a bit like I'm Jessica a bit Alba, like Jessica Miranda Alba. Kerr, um, yeah. Adriana Lima. If you like them exotic, oh Adriana <laughs> Lima, yeah, yes, yeah. Great examples. You look like all of these women, mm. but yeah. like more beautiful. Yeah, thank you, thank you. That's all I wanted. I would have been Devo if you didn't say that. <laughs> it was so much for joining us, Jess Perkins. Thank you, Jess. It's You're been the best. a pleasure. Thanks for having um, me. And good luck with the rest of university. Good luck getting that do go on podcast up. Ooh, yeah, so and how we like, go. good luck with your journalism. Yeah. Um, I'm really I think you're going to be I think you're going to be a massive journalist. I think Sammy P's going to be a massive psychologist. Yeah. I think I think I'm going to be a serious actor in theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, I can't wait for Honor Wolf to graduate high school. Things what do you want to do? Off. What are you on the trajectory to doing, Mish? Me? Yeah. yeah. Um I'm currently working full-time in retail. Uh and I'm hoping one day I'll be a famous theater actor like Carolyn O'Connor. Ah, oh, fantastic. I want to wow. be the next Carolyn O'Connor. So much. We will join you all for the next episode for the first half of finals week. Ooh. Thanks, Jess. Thank you. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hold up. 